Hi, welcome to the IME Podcast. You're listening to Crystal. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the no energy for a specific group of people during this retrograde, this Mercury retrograde season. Okay? The year is 2020. Not sure if this is going to be timeless to some other folks at certain points, but this is the message for today. All right, let's get into it. Thanks for joining me. I am currently making myself lunch, so I'm going to try to multitask and get this message out by the time my food is done. So we'll see how it goes. All right, so currently how I've been receiving messages um, and what I've been noticing is that when I get into the shower, because of the sensory deprivation, I'm able to do a lot in terms of energy work. And um, so I am sent a lot of things to process or to be aware of. So in the shower, I'm able to address things that need my awareness, such as emotions, or I receive ideas and insights and concepts about what's going on currently within myself. And then, as I discover uh, what's going on with myself, I can immediately connect to how it's affecting um, others in the three-dimensional reality, the physical reality that we're in specifically. So, to whomever this might make sense to, uh, today's insights are for what I'll call this group of people as the slept-on group, all right? Um, this group of people have been slept on, marginalized, um, not chosen, chosen second, chosen last, or not chosen at all. Um, these people could be introverted. Um, they could be very creative, ambitious, but also very quiet, um, people as well. Uh, unassuming, just kind of like observing life and others, but um, the gist of the vibe of these folks is that um, these people have exceptional gifts and creative abilities and all of these things to offer the world, but the world does not see them. It's almost they walk around with some uh, some sort of invisible cloak, and um, so for this group of people, and for anyone else um, who kind of lingers outside of that sort of uh, loose description, uh, if this resonates, then cool beans. Um, so what I've been picking up on is the no energy, the no energy. Currently, I've been feeling uh, a no energy, like a, a repelling force towards everybody. It doesn't matter whether it's like people I can tolerate or people I can't. Obviously, the people that I can't tolerate, that's an easy no, right? Um, but to the people that I'm still talking to in communication with, 
uh, you know, people who I consider friends, people that I work with, family members, whatnot, people who are still connected to me in some way, um, you know, people that I still deal with on a daily basis, there's a no energy, just some sort of like repelling force. I don't want to deal with these people. I don't want to like, and it's, it's not like, it's not a fuck you energy. It's a no energy. And so what I picked up from that is these people, including myself, because I've gotten the no energy towards myself as well, which I thought was super interesting. And uh, what I got from that is that this no energy is an energy that is pulsing through the collective that is leaving. So like, or we're leaving this energy. You know, something has to go, right? And this energy, we're separating from this energy and we're moving into a new energy. We're, we're taking it to the next level. Uh, more light, more expansion, more whatever this new energy is. It's not this current energy that we are currently holding in our body. So right now I'm speaking from the old energy because I can feel it, I can feel where I am. A lot of the time I can feel where I am and where I'm going to next. Um, and you know, I'm not really sure how to articulate that, but it's just, it's just something that I experience. And uh, so what I'm experiencing again, like I said, with the no energy, um, even though I am dealing with folks, I'm still engaging in the world it is there's this repelling force and it's not it's not negative it's not attached to any thoughts per se that's what i mean by negative it's not attached to any negative thoughts it's just a desire to get away from everything and everyone that is reflecting that density and it just so happens that everybody it's carrying the same density right now. So there's a lot of us who are just repelling one another. And, um, and it's interesting because I can feel myself being repelled by people, but also there's no sort of conflict within those interactions. So it's like, ah, uh, but hey, you know, like, uh, but we're still peaceful. Um, what else do I wanna get in? Um, oh, yeah, so along with this energy, there are going to be specific groups of people that require a physical, I say physical, I mean verbal, no. So during this Mercury retrograde, there are going to be people who are coming back. Motherfuckers they need to talk to in a minute, family members especially, old ass friends that disappeared or faded out or whatever coming back to hit you up and while you're in this no energy it's going to be like you know what i'm not picking up the phone i'm not answering that email and <laughs> and i'm not going to bother with these texts what i've noticed is that uh for me there's a reluctance to even communicate or engage i notice that when i'm working um i do my work i get through it but um there's no desire to be extra there's no desire to explain things. There's no desire to um, get deep into whatever it is that I'm addressing or going on. It's either like, you know, 
very cut and dry, very straightforward. And quite frankly, because of this no energy, I physically and emotionally don't have the capacity right now to even offer that. Like, I just can't hold space at all. So it's like, no offense to nobody. Nobody's doing anything to me, you know? And uh, I'm not doing anything to myself, but it's just something that I'm experiencing, something that I'm noticing about this particular energy. So getting back to the folks who need a no. Um, there are people who are coming back and they are going to maybe try to um, contact you if, for whatever reason, engage with them. I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't. I think that you should follow your intuition. There's going to be specific people that you're going to be like, you know what, I'm going to call that person back. Well, you know what, hmm, I'm going to answer that email. Follow that. Because there's something in there for both of you. And in those situations where it's something for both people, usually one has to communicate one thing and the other person has to receive and the receiver is going to be triggered. Um, especially with the no energy. Somebody has to receive a no. Somebody has to be rejected. Alright? It's very important um, this Mercury Greek season is that people have been accepting energies that they are outgrowing and I've noticed this explicitly in my life that like man you know I am in this particular frequency I'm at, or I'm at a particular frequency but all of these other folks are engaging in lower vibrational things it doesn't mean that they are necessarily at a lower frequency because I've noticed with specific people that some of them, you know, no matter what the work that they're doing, because um, I won't quantify whether they're doing as much work as somebody else. I can't do that. Um, but what I will say is that with the people that I, I know who are, they're on their journey, they're doing their thing, and they're not completely sleep as fuck, they um, they are still engaging in certain lower vibrational things or energies. And um, so with those people, there is some sort of like no transaction that needs to happen. Um, I'm not sure if for those specific people, if they need to receive a no, like if something's gonna let go of them, or if they need to be proactive and say no to that energy. Um, to me, I feel like it's them coming into their own, them taking it to the next level, and them saying no to the low vibrational shit that they've actually been allowing into their field. Now I've been taking inventory. I do this a lot. I do this on a daily basis. Who needs to fucking go? <laughs> because I've let go of everybody that I can let go. And I'm still trying to let go of people. And what's so funny is that, like, there's people that have been like, no, 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 motherfucking no, 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 no. Um, and spirit has been like, no <laughs> to me. 
Like, you have to keep this person around. Like, you can't throw everybody out to the curb because, uh, you know, there's like a certain group of people who are um, specifically helping me with um, lessons. And they are actually adding some sort of reciprocity in uh, valuable give and take. So they're not complete vampires. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like they're, you know, in a kind of soulmate energy where they're, you know, providing lessons, but they're also providing value. But where I'm at, where I perceive things is that I'm seeing more lesson than value. So it's like, this motherfucker's giving me too many lessons. <laughs> like, I'm tired, you know? Um, but the amazing thing is, is that what I can see from that is the person is giving me different lessons. It's not the same lesson. So um, this just in, I'm just kind of realizing that, like, you know, if a person is giving you different lessons and... As a result, you notice yourself graduating from it, but you also notice within the other person, they are graduating from it too. Then you keep those people around and that's something that spirit just let me know right now. It's like, this is why I'm not letting you get rid of so-and-so and that person and that person is because as you learn your lessons through them, they're also learning their lessons through you. You're both growing together. Boom. So. Whoever needs to hear that, there you go. I know that was a special gem for myself. Um, but that's the great thing about like doing this podcast and channeling whatever comes up in the moment. I'm also just like walking around the room and talking, um, which I think, uh, I, I don't know what it is about movement and, and channeling or like creating some sort of cyclical motion um, or sensory deprivation, or however it comes up. I noticed it also comes up in writing as well. Um, that's an aside. So, uh, is there anything else that I want to add for this episode? Mercury Retro Grade 2020, no energy. Some people are going to require me to tell them no, like in your spirit, you got to pull out of your vocal cords, no, like you really got to get in there and be like, no, sir, no, sir, no, did you hear me, no, say again, no, put an example that, no, all right, uh, do some no exercises, I've been looking at no songs, even though I actually don't have an issue saying no, I am ready, I'm ready to say no to anybody who is coming back. I've noticed a couple people try to come back, but for those specific people, um, Spirit was like, ignore. <laughs> like, I didn't even have to say no. I just, it was just like, no, I don't even answer that. Um, but for anybody who needs a physical no, I've been doing my no exercises, I'm ready. I'm so ready, because there's some people who need no's out here in the streets. Um, and the way that I look at it, I don't know if you can hear me stirring, but the way that I look at it is this. I don't feel bad about no. Saying no releases you 
it also triggers and releases the other person from that stagnant energy, from that lower vibrational energy that they're in. This note that you were giving to this person to receive, to trigger them into awakening, that no is going to liberate them. So I want you to think of it this way. Anytime you have to say no to someone, because I'm one of those people who, as I was growing up, I felt bad to have to tell people no. I felt bad um, having to reject people. I don't like rejecting people. Um, and as a result of not uh, desiring and not liking rejecting people, I've tried to stay away from as many situations as possible so that I wouldn't be rejected. But that's a part of my lesson too. Um, I've learned some very valuable lessons in rejection and have had a specific lesson where someone rejected me and it triggered me into my awakening. And it was, uh, it was serious, it was deep. And it wasn't the act of the rejection, it was the energy of it. Because in hindsight, you can look at what transpired and be like, oh, that's just a simple rejection, whatever. But energetically, the way that rejection like activated, it was undeniable. Undeniable. You can't even articulate it. It was a huge awakening. But it's led me to this point, uh, led me to this moment and led me to the perspective that knows our blessings for both parties, for all parties involved. No is helpful. It keeps people on their path and it keeps people true to themselves as well as keeping people true to others. No allows you to not waste your time or the other person's time, okay? No is such a great tool to, to help yourself but also help the other people that you're dealing with. Um, to stay true to how you perceive what's happening in your experience. Because when you have to say no to something, more than saying yes, you know, when you say yes, it's clear. It's like, yes, I want to do this. Or I want to, you know, be a part of that. When you say no, or when you have to say no to something or someone, you kind of sit in it and it's like, oh, sometimes you need the face, sometimes you need the noise, the growl, sometimes you have to meditate on it and you're just like, I don't know, you know, um, but those moments are asking you to feel something, to feel more of what your intuition is trying to guide you to. Power of Now. Shit, that should be a book. I know, Power of Now, I think it's like Eckhart Tolle, but the Power of Now helps us to feel and align into our emotional experience. We have an internal guidance system. We have an emotional compass that we need to connect to. And a lot of times when 
no is misused by using or saying to other people yes when you really mean no, you are pulling yourself off of your your alignment with things. It can cause delays and whatnot. And so, yeah, that's the power of no. So with that being said, I am going to dive into lunch. I hope that you are having a magically exquisite retrograde. Oh, you know what? Let me just add this super quick um, before I get off. Mercury retrograde, this is a time, I feel like I need to kind of explain how my perspective has changed on what this is for me and my experience. A lot of people have said, or, you know, people get a little superstitious about Mercury retrograde thinking that like, oh, I'm going to like get into a car accident or my technology is going to get all fucked up. I haven't had an issue this retrograde. However, in my natal chart, I was actually born during a retrograde. So I heard that it doesn't affect those who are born during a retrograde. However, maybe the reason why that is, is because I'm naturally reflective. So I'm constantly in myself. Um, I'm constantly going over things about myself. And um, the Mercury retrograde asks us as human beings to go into ourselves and reflect on any unresolved emotions, situations, um, any thoughts that are lingering, all of that stuff. Um, if people get into an accident, if you're finding that you are clumsy or, or you sprain um, any part of your body, um, like you get a car accident or you stub your toe or whatever sort of accident you find yourself getting into, that is a message from spirit to get into a place where you're rested, sit the fuck down and reflect <laughs> on what's going on internally. It doesn't have to be anything specific, but the world around you, your reality will put you in a position of rest in order to get you to look at some shit that's going on internally. Okay. A lot of people are still running. So in, if you're out there in these streets and you see, you know, some accidents going on, you know that that person was, <laughs> those persons in the accident um, were most likely not present with themselves. They need something, they need an event to pull them into a space of self-reflection. They need some sort of a trigger to get them there. Um, what else is there? And I, you know what, I, I feel like, to me, I feel really good about this retrograde. This Mercury retrograde has been great. Uh, it's been very nice for me. I've had some unexpected things kind of flare up, but that's a part of like my healing portion of the journey with my physical body. Um, and I've been addressing that. Uh, I'm just kind of going with the flow with that, but um, it's just one of those things, you know, like I said, the universe will send you an event to either pull you into flow, pull you into yourself, or pull you into alignment, and um, there's so many different ways to do that, so I would suggest for the remainder of Mercury Retrograde, for anyone who is listening, um, dedicate some time out each day to sit 
Just fucking sit. Sit with yourself, sit with your thoughts. Lay down, have a conversation with yourself, whatever. Um, you can also write with a journal. Do something that is you facing yourself. Whether you're facing yourself with a pen and paper, if you're facing yourself by just having a conversation with yourself, sometimes you, you gotta fucking risk it. You gotta walk around your room like I'm doing right now. I'm just walking around the kitchen though, but I'm just speaking out loud. Who am I speaking to? Nobody. My damn self. And then I just post it online. You know what I'm saying? That's all that shit is. But that shit is very therapeutic. Every time that I've done a podcast episode, I just feel like these things are just for exercise for something else. Um, so I don't really expect much. I don't put a lot of like, oh, I gotta do all this with this podcast. No, I'm just doing these podcast episodes because fuck it. Why not? Whatever. You know, like it's an exercise for me, um, an energetic exercise, but also a verbal exercise as well. Uh, not sure how it helps with my communication other than it exercises my throat chakra, I guess, or whatever. But, um, shit, I don't even remember where I was going with that. With that being said, I keep circling around my plate, which I really want to get into. And I hope that you are having a magically exquisite retrograde. And just know that if you want to have a smoother retrograde, just dedicate time to yourself each day, each day to self-reflect or have a conversation with yourself or journal or whatever it is that connects you to you. Okay. That's really all that needs to be said about that. All right, so until next time.